재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul We like to get the week started off on a healthy note with our Health Watch segment. We have our own doctor of Korean medicine, Yesu Jennifer Lee, in the house. Hello, Jennifer. Good morning. So we are right in peak beach season. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thinking about uh, the contours of their bodies, which are more visible than in other seasons. Yes, probably more visible than in other seasons. When you go to the beach, for example. Yeah, so people are thinking about diets. Um, and... Diets are usually sort of a playground for the latest fad or trend or some idea that's uh, only a couple months old. We want to flip that on its head and use wisdom that's six or seven hundred years old and contextualize it in Korean traditional wisdom. So where do we start with that? Yes, so on the contrary, when it comes to Korean medicine, although it's been six or seven years old, many people think that diet in Korean medicine is pretty recent and it's been huge or increasingly popular in the recent Mm -hmm. years, including electroacupuncture, uh, pharmacopuncture, exercise therapies, medicines, including herbal medicine, and even different kinds of food therapies. Sure. I mean, when we're thinking about uh, some of the classic uh, books and tomes, Uh, the Tongai Bugam, for example, mm-hmm. like a 600-year-old book or so. What was the the basic idea of a good body or a healthily thin body? I mean, these days, the standards are quite brutal, aren't they? Especially it for is, young women. Is. You know, mm-hmm. they've got to have this perfect shape and figure and all of that. And it's not that much better for men. I mean, what was considered a a slim body or a body that was appropriately sized back in that day? Well, if you think about... Uh, Back, back, say three, four hundred years ago, oh. many people didn't really think about their their con- contours as we would speak right now. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, many people would think about how healthy they would be if they eat enough or they have a healthy diet. On the other hand, when it comes to obesity or weight gaining from the perspective of Korean medicine, they do perceive um, unusual weight gains as something that's unhealthy, including swelling due to lack of exercise or sedentary lifestyle and all and even abdominal obesity, especially due to different kinds of diet that's not healthy for your body. Again, when we're talking about these ancient Korean societies, probably sudden obesity and roundness is probably mm-hmm. a luxury for the upper classes. Most people are yes. out farming all day and right. really don't have to worry about it. Exactly. We're talking about nobles and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So when they would swell up, that's a health problem. Yes. So many people would think that from the perspective of Korean medicine, it wasn't really that much of a problem when it comes to obesity or weight gains. But on the other hand, when you when you look at the records uh, from the from like for example the noble class or even the king's families, uh, there are records of people being obese. Basically, for example, there was another king around 1720 to 1724. He was named King Kyungjong, who has been very much over weight since he was very young and he also had these kinds of chronic diseases that came along with this obesity and there are records of him being treated all the time uh, from Korean medicine. Was he known to have bad habits? Was he known to be 
particularly gluttonous or something like that? Um, actually, they, he did. Um, and many people refer to this to his psychological problems because he had very um, unhappy family life. On the other hand, when it came to his uh, chronic diseases, which also included psychological disorder, there was also metabolic diseases like hmm. diabetes or what we would assume as diabetes right now. And also hyperlipidemia, which is basically a very greasy food diet-based um, chronic disorder. Fascinating. Uh, to equate that to a psychological or, I guess, a, uh, a sickness of the spirit or the mind, that's not mm-hmm. that far off. That's, there's some wisdom to that, isn't there? Exactly, because especially with when, you com- when it comes to eating disorders, uh, many people right now think that eating disorders or uh, something that happens when you resent eating due to, for example, your contours or even your eating habits. Uh, on the other hand, there is another side of eating disorders when you when people start eating too much due to psychological stress. Um, King Kyungjong, we assume, was another example of this kind of uh, stress-induced uh, eating disorder. When it, when it comes to his problem, he ate too much, basically. Well, as we've discussed off and on uh, on this program, to be uh, in the royal family was not necessarily a luxurious life all the time. There's no. lots of intrigue, and there's usually some family member or other that's out to get you. So mm-hmm. um, there's stuff to worry about. It's easy to imagine a royal getting uh, tense or depressed or turning, perhaps, to, to food and, and things like that. Um, where shall we go next? Uh, should we talk about uh, modern-day obesity? Uh, yes. On the other hand, when it comes to modern day obesity, it's basically something that's not obesity all the time. Many people basically think more about their contours and their health itself because mm. they want to look better, basically. Yes. And it doesn't really re- refer to indicate that you're overweight, per se. And don't people kind of overdo it, especially in Korea, with regard to taking weight off? Uh, mm-hmm. They try and do it too fast or in a radical way. That yes, might hurt exactly. them in the long run. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, there are a lot of patients, especially in right now in modern Korean medical clinics, where a lot of uh, young women come in to, for this kind of uh, weight loss problems. They want to lose their weight more and look better when they already are not you know, obese at all or even not close to overweight. Um, on the other hand, there are some uh, prescriptions and also treatments available for those patients as well, which is why it's very trendy and popular these, on, you know, during these days. All right. So let's say somebody comes into your clinic, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's target women. Uh, no reason it would necessarily be a woman, but I think a lot of women are interested in this issue. Yes. So let's call it a woman who is legitimately slightly overweight. It's mm-hmm. not in her head. She's actually got... I don't know, five kilograms too much or something. Okay. And what would you do? Would you brew her up something or what kind of steps would you take? Um, so there are some kind of uh, different kinds of differential pattern identification that we call as pattern identification, which is basically um, we define the cause of this overweight or, or obesity state. Um, one side would be a swelling due to sedentary lifestyle that we just talked about. Um, it doesn't really happen um, only due to sedentary lifestyle. It can also happen to different kinds of diet, for example, if you eat too salty food or if you drink a lot of kumul, for example. That can also cause a lot of swelling, especially for your legs and also your face. It's like a sodium thing, isn't it? Exactly. Retain water. Mm-hmm. But uh, because of this Korean diet where a lot of people eat a lot of soup 
and also a lot of sodium due to this soup. Um, there are a lot of patients who come in and say, oh, th- my legs are swollen all the time. My face doesn't look the same all the time because of this different kinds of diet. Mm. On the other hand, there is also abdominal obesity, which is basically due to also due to different kinds of diet. Um, this very often happens to men. Course. Um, not just only young, uh, but also to old men. Um, they also have this uh, dietary problems, for example, too much alcohol, for mm. example. Um, and there is also different kinds of uh, obesity due to psychological stress that we just talked about, where people basically have uh, inner heat inside, inside their body that basically gets accumulated and also causing this kind of obesity problems due to too much eating, due to psychological stress, or even just basically a basic uh, pathological inner heat that's causing this obesity. Mm-hmm. Even back in uh, ancient Korean times, they must have noticed that men and women uh, store fat in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. women, legs, extremities, posterior, men, abdomen. Uh, nowadays, the, the health wisdom is that the abdominal fat is extremely dangerous like it to is, organs. Basically. Was that also the case with Korean medicine? Yes, uh, because abdominal Obesity basically refers to lack of qi circulation. It gets well accumulated at the center of your body where all the organs are together. Mm. Um, so many uh, patients come in with their abdominal obes- obesity saying that they probably drank too much or they ate too much. But it isn't really about your food that becomes your problem when it comes to this abdominal obesity. It's basically a cause of different kinds of chronic disorders, even from the perspective of Korean medicine. So what we do for example, to these abdominal obese patients is try to um, in, well, guide different kinds of diet, for example, to reduce cholesterol and excessive fats within the blood and also try to burn out the body fat, not only with uh, herbal medicine, but also with acupuncture. So what we do is apply acupuncture on their abdomen. Um, not only a pharmac- basic acupuncture, but also pharmacopuncture, which basically burns out the fat itself and also electroacupuncture, which basically shatters the membrane of the fat uh, cells. That sounds pleasant. (laughs) Electrified acupuncture. Okay. Uh, And pharmacopuncture, that sounds, you've said that a couple of times. That's just a fancy word for what? Injecting something? Well, it's a a purified um, substance from the herbal medicine extracts. So basically, there are active ingredients, active substances Mm. inside this uh, uh, small amount of, small dose of liquid Mm. that we inject inside their abdomen or basically their fat cells. Mm. Western medicine says a fat cell never goes away, right? Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you have some operation. Mm. You know, it either uh, shrinks down exactly. or it swells up, right? right. Uh, therefore, a person who never gained the fat cells in the first place mm-hmm. is likely to stay skinny, whereas if you were fat as like a kid, mm-hmm. all your life those cells are going to want to well up again, right? Exactly. Um, so different kinds of obesity mechanisms are there for uh, not only uh, b- between young patients and old patients. And like you just mentioned, different kinds of fat cells are uh, there for, for example, to young obese patients and old obese patients. But um, when you eat a lot, you do gain a lot of fat cells, but it never goes away like you just mentioned. Uh, from the perspective of Korean medicine, what we do is trying to shrink the fat cells. Mm. So there are mechanisms available in studies that's been basically elucidating what kind of mechanisms are there for electro electroacupuncture, which doesn't sound that pleasant like you just <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> so yeah, they're like balloons. You mm-hmm. can you can 
deflate them, but they stay. Right. Uh, and I, I take it that your various uh, acupuncture and electrified acupuncture and pharmacopuncture are a way of sort of uh, emptying the contents of the fat cells. Right. What would you, in terms of herbal stuff, what would mm-hmm. you do? There are different kinds of uh, herbs available. For example, ephedra, which is also popular in the U.S. Or it used mm-hmm. to be popular back in... Banned uh, nowadays, isn't it? Exactly. It is. Uh, due to this ephedrine inside this herb, uh, it has to be prescribed with caution, also in Korean medicine. And also there's yurmu, which is available in stores as well, which is very popular in the form of tea. Mm-hmm. And it really reduces the swelling, so it can be very helpful if you're trying to reduce weight okay so there's a whole sort of arsenal at your korean medical doctor's uh, disposal that may differ from what you find in the diet books and in the glossy magazines about quick fixes for losing weight over the summer and it may end up keeping you healthier as well than these fad diets good stuff jennifer thank you very much for coming in thank you and we've got food and beyond up next